Welcome to Bet NRL, a podcast about betting on the NRL. My name's Adam and I'm joined by Luke. How are you, Luke? Boise. Good, Boise. How are you? Pretty good, mate. Uh, you're on a magnetic island at the moment, is that right? That's right, mate. And I'd just like to point out for all our uh, Victorian and New South Wales listeners uh, who are freezing during uh, an early snap, I'm sitting here right now. It's nine o'clock at night. I have board shorts and a t-shirt on and a cold beer and it's lovely. Oh, look, I think I talk for everyone when I say no one likes that person that goes on holidays and sends the postcard to the workplace. And uh, the fact that you forgot what day of the week it is, it just infuriates me further. So I think we'll end that conversation right there. Yeah, look, I suppose on the plus side, I do have pants on. And on the extra plus side, I can't see you this evening. We're just doing it by voice. So even better. That's right. The internet hasn't quite made its way to uh, Horseshoe Bay just yet. I'm on 3G Telstra Wireless. But on again... Telstra, we're away. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> All right, should we talk about last week's bets? I guess the positive. Oh, we got four yes. from six. Had the storm mm. got up. Look, we, I looked at the bet account. We only just missed breaking even. So we we're mm. a bit unlucky. But I think it goes to show with that Heinz bet that you need a few things at, at bigger odds. Most of the things we got up on were around the seventy mark. And four from six, that didn't really cover things. So a bit unfortunate. The storm didn't get down. It didn't get up. Sorry. Hence my hence my groan. But uh, what do yeah. you do? Yeah. But look, um, you know, not not terrible. And we, and we did pretty well. Most of the things that we tipped, I think we both we sort of tipped the Broncos as well last week. We, we were pretty on um, pretty good. And if you looked at the individual things that we picked last week, yeah, I felt like the Broncos were a missed opportunity there. We probably should have just had the the guts to. Um, uh, to put some money down on them. But anyway, it's yep. easy in retrospect. All right. Well, let's move on to this week. And uh, we're back in the Broncos Eels at Suncorp Stadium. Broncos at $1.47, Eels at two seventy five. You got any thoughts on this one? Uh, has Bellamy started coaching the Broncos yet? I don't think that's going to happen. I reckon he'll, uh, I reckon he's going to stay in Melbourne. Fair enough. Um, a bit of a, a bit of a rough week for the Broncos and they seem to seesaw, uh, a little bit, you know, I thought they were quite good against uh, East last week, but gee, they've been terrible a couple of weeks before that. So who knows who's going to turn up. Um, the one big positive for Brisbane, uh, I thought, against uh, East was that Jimmy the Jet finally looks like he's found his attacking groove. Man, that uh, guy was phenomenal. Like, it, it was Steve Renoff-like. Just... Oh, he, he burnt four or five players. And look, I, I've been saying this for the last five weeks. So surely the Broncos players, four... Uh, Four forwards up the left side of the field, open up the right, throw it to Roberts, and uh, and watch the points roll in. So I'm glad uh, Wayne finally caught the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. Um, look, <laughs> they got to pick him for New South Wales, I think. And I, I mean, we've been you and I've been saying this for three years, but he's certainly now um, surely a, a sure thing for that Origin spot. Oh well, pick pick him, and, and suddenly you've got genuine speed and and a three quarter line to be worried about. Anyway, now that we've solved the blues, uh, solved yeah. the blues problems. Um, look, I like the Bron- Broncos. Uh, I like the Broncos against the Eels. The Eels still don't look like anything's right off the, the park to me. Um, just a dollar forty-seven feels a bit skinny for the Bronx. Yeah, I actually like the Eels here. Um, they okay. moved Norman to fullback and Gutherson at five eight, which I think is a great move, and I think that will make yeah. a difference. Yeah, that's that's probably about three weeks overdue, isn't it? Yeah, the Eels touched up the Broncos twice last year. You know, quite convincingly. So uh, they've been a bit unlucky the last couple of weeks. It's not the Eels have been terrible. They just haven't put it together like they did when they got those wins. 
I don't really think I bet on this match, but if I was going to, I'd certainly take the Eels at 275. I think they represent a little better value. Yeah, look, I, I can't argue with that um, at all. I, I agree. I think this is probably a toss of a coin. Just as I think the Broncos are um, are a bit skinny at a dollar forty-eight, I think the Eels at two seventy probably has a little bit of value there. Yeah. I reckon. I reckon. Yeah, Broncos might not turn up. Uh, gee, the Eels—they get—they're getting better. They've been a bit unlucky. I've been to a couple of games. I remember going with uh, my father-in-law John to watch the Broncos Eels back when the Broncos were flying high and the Eels were terrible. It was one of the few games the Eels won all year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, bit of a bogey team. I agree. Yeah. Well, I think the other thing here is you can get some money on both teams scoring 20 points or in the overs markets. I like those bets, um, with the only caveat being the weather, you know, uh, making sure the weather report supports that. All right, well, let's move on. Um, oh, sorry, just what ra- we do too. Oh, I yeah. still like Pangai Jr. to score a try. I think uh, he's come in from – he was at $34 last week, and we thought that because there was a bit of value. He is at the 26, which is sort of the standard for a second rower. Um, but I still think I like him. He looks dangerous. And I think him going over at some stage isn't where, isn't a bad bet either. Yeah, no, look, I, I completely agree. Is he a Queenslander? No, he's, I think he's New South Welshman. He comes from Canberra or Canberra. He was a Canberra. Yeah, okay. Um, but he's actually declared for Tonga, so he's not going to play for the Blues. So. Gee, okay, fair enough, because I thought, gee, if he's a Queenslander and I was Cohen Hess, I'd be worried about my origin spot. But anyway. Well, well yeah, we, we won't get on origin, but I think Cohen Hess will be worried and probably won't get picked regardless. But anyway, uh, Raiders Seagulls. Uh, this is at uh, GIO Stadium, which is in Canberra. Well, I thought Manly have been absolutely terrible, and they put 20 points on the storm last week. The Raiders, I'm I still not convinced, convinced about. I wasn't convinced that Manly gives Storm a crack last week. I think we talked mm. about it. I actually thought they were really good against the Broncos, and they were very good against the Storm. So, uh, look, I, I actually like the Sea Eagles here. Yeah, look, the Raiders have not impressed me and continue to underwhelm me as I watch them this year. Um, they've sort of got a unique combination of um, uh, leaky defence uh, poor ball control and really badly timed ill discipline. It's like Larry Curley, excuse me, Larry Curley and Mo out on the uh, on the field all at once some days. And uh, when they come together, those three factors just destroy the Raiders and any chance they've got of winning. So if I had to pick someone, I'd I'd take Manly as well. I think Manly probably got a bit to um uh, a bit to prove, uh, and they're really fighting for their season. Yeah. I really like the overs market here at 41 and a half points. I think both those teams are good bets for the overs or both teams to score more than 20. I like that here. In fact, I like that better than the Parramatta Brisbane. Yeah, well, Raiders scored 18 against the Dragons last week and the Seagulls scored 24 against the Storm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's quite a that's quite a good bet, actually. The other one is uh, Jordan Rapana has a bit of history scoring tries uh, against the Eagles, so Rapana to score at some points not a bad one either. But um, look, once again, they're, they're just first try hitting hopes, not not investing any real money on that. What's uh, Jack White to do something stupid and give away a critical penalty paying? Oh, I don't know, but it'd be interesting if you rang up the bookies to see what they give you. Yeah, I think you'd be pretty skinny. Um, uh, right. Right. Uh, Storm. Well, two teams that lost last week. Cowboys are fighting for their season. Storm, uh, every time I think they uh, are getting on a roll, uh, seem to roll over um, against teams I'm not sure they should. 
it's hard. I, I didn't think the Cowboys were great last week. I thought they were probably a bit unlucky right at the end. But in games like that, you make your own luck. You know, you don't put yourself in the position where you, you can lose with a last-minute penalty goal. Um, and that really sums up the Cowboys' season. Look, uh, the Cowboys probably, we seem to say it every week, but I think really well and truly are playing for playing finals football this week. Mm. Uh, yeah, if they lose this week, uh, that means they're three from 14 uh, with 25 games. Uh, it makes it very, very difficult for them to get 12 or 13 wins. Yeah, um, look, they're gone. They just... Um... You need a win or t- uh, a loss or two up your sleeve towards the end of the year, and the Cowboys don't have that now. They kind of have to win everything, and I, I just they're they're out of the eight for me. I, I don't think they're playing well enough, and they haven't should have shown any signs of improvement. I, I actually think they're skinny at two thirty. I like the Storm here at a dollar sixty five, and I'd be <coughs> for the Storm to win at the line at a dollar ninety at minus three and a half. Or even the Storm at 13 plus, I'd look at those. I think the Storm will bounce back with Smith and uh, be pretty ruthless. Well, Smith's back in this week, isn't he? Yeah, he makes a big difference. Um, and yeah, I think he does. The Storm tend to do well after a loss, you know, and uh, I just think the Cowboys probably trading on reputation and being at 230. I don't think they're that. I think that's a very skinny price. Well, hot off the press this morning in the Townsville Bulletin. Um, uh, Lachlan Coote is being dropped this week for Morgan uh, to go back to fullback. And I actually don't like that as a move. I like I think the a... fact that the Townsville Bulletin is still using a, a press. You know? So <laughs> yes. I think that says everything. Um, but no, look, I don't think that'll make a difference. I, I've never been a Lachlan Coote fan, but he certainly hasn't been great. And they don't want to keep him. I think that's part of them saying you, you should go somewhere else. They want him off their books, I think. Well, um, the other the other person they seem to be doing that to this year is Ethan Lowe, uh, who's, I believe, still in the middle of contract negotiations as well, according to the rumour around town. Um, you know, and he hasn't had a lot of game time this year, and I think that's been a real factor uh, in some of the steel being missing uh, from the Cowboys uh, up the centre of the park and in defence. You always Sorry, get you that go. guy in the second row, that, that tackler, that... You know, that just sort of that effort player, you know, and you find when they're not there, you notice them. If you ask all the experts, oh, I will leave Josh Jackson out. The first guy, and if he, you know, if he was a Queenslander, he'd be picked every year, first bloke. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what they need. They need a, you know, like your Simon Mannerings, your David Stagg back in the day, that sort of player that just, you know, is really good defensively at the edge and just goes hard for 80 minutes. I'll take you back even further again to Gary Larson. Same phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you pick um, the best Origin Queensland Origin team of all time, is Gary Larson in it? I would say he is. Yeah, he's pretty close, isn't he? Look, I, I think uh, returning to the game, I personally thought um, two weeks ago against the Tigers after Justin O'Neill uh, dropped five separate balls, uh, I thought he was lucky to keep his spot last week. I actually would have thought O'Neill might wait, might excuse me, might make way for Morgan to push out the centre. Uh, with Tuari Martin coming into the halves here. But um, I, I, I agree. I think against the Storm, who are settled and will have a points prove after being towed by Manly next week with Cannon Smith back, uh, $1.65 actually looks pretty generous. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I like Addo Carter score, but you could say that every week as a, as a try bet. But, but for me, the Storm at the line is probably the pick of the bet there. So Storm at minus mm. three and a half at $1.90 odd. But I do also like the Storm at 13 plus or just for the win. 
I was just going to point out, this is one of the few weeks this year where the Cowboys have not been the favourites, despite everything that's going on, mm. um, which I think has been really interesting because trading on a lot of reputation, and I, I sort of wonder how many games you've got to lose before you... Um, uh, uh, you uh, you lose your favouritism with the bookies because I've got to be honest. I think the Cowboys should be sitting here somewhere uh, where Parramatta are sitting against the Broncos. In fact, I probably feel more confident about Parramatta against the Bronx than I would about the Cowboys against the Storm. Yeah. Um. Uh. Let's so let's also uh, Roosters and Titans down in uh, Sydney. Is it? Yeah. So Roosters and Titans Central Coast. Oh, Central um, Coast. So okay. The Roosters have taken the game there. Roosters are a dollar thirty, and the Titans at three sixty. 360 is a lot of money for the Titans. Yeah, look, the concern for me is the Titans, the amount of points they leak. So I, I actually tipped them last week against the Knights and they got home mm. something 34-odd to 32 or something. It was a very high-scoring affair. Um, Roosters actually but, yeah. don't have a good record at the Central Coast, but I'm just not sure the Titans will have... I think they've got a few more injuries. We'll have enough just to keep them out. I, don't, I think the Roosters are a little skinny at $1.30. At the end of the day, I don't really want to bet on this match. Yeah, look, um, if you if you force me to pick somewhere here, I'd take the Titans at three sixty. <coughs> the Roosters, um, just like the Storm, just like the Dragons, uh, are a team that I think on paper looks really good, and I think you know they're getting a bit of a roll on. And uh, just as I say that, uh, they go and lose very badly to someone they shouldn't. You know, they they got towered by the Warriors thirty to something uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you they know, but I don't have a lot of pretty well, and yeah. I think they are certainly if they do hit their straps, they can play elite football. If I'm going to go anything, I might go the overs market here just because of the Titans' leaky defence and the Roosters' potential ability to score points. But at the end of the day, I don't think this is a great betting match. No, I, I agree with that. Uh, so why don't we move on? Warriors and Rabbitohs over in New yeah. Zealand. So the Warriors at $1. eighty-seven, Rabbits at $1.95. So what that says to me is this is a toss of a coin and there's no value there. Uh, look, I think that's probably the Twitter summary, isn't it? Uh, you know, I've got no idea who's going to win uh, this game. Just the Bunnies, you know, look, they're, they're proving uh, us wrong. They're playing quite well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the Warriors. As we said last week, uh, you know, George and Tom are back to some very decent form. Yeah. And they're only about 25, 26, and that's when you think most sort of front rowers hit their straps. So I, I like the Rabbitohs here. They've got a good record against the Warriors. I think they won last five of, or five of the last six. Potentially the overs bet or both teams to score 20, I think, is a good one here too. And I like Cody Walker for the first try. He... um has scored a lot against the Warriors um, recently, and he's a pretty good sort of backup 5'8", sort of Terry Lamb sort of style. So um, I don't mind those bets, but ultimately there's nothing here that really says you need to place any of them or that they're the bets of the week. No, well, this is uh, three versus four on the ladder. Yep. Um, it's hard. Gee, I didn't think I'd be saying that at the start of the year. Um, all right, well, let's move on from three versus four to our two versus one, the Panthers yes. hosting the Dragons. Yeah, um, this is an interesting one. Um, I, I don't know really what to bet on here. I, don't, um, I guess uh, the fact that it's at home, you know, basically the Dragons have a better record over the Panthers in recent times, but the Panthers have had the advantage at home and at $2.10, maybe there's some value there particularly with Cleary back. I think it'll be a tight game, so maybe the unders, but 
the other other bet I'd consider here was maybe the try bet of either team under 10. If I was to take a bet on the match, that's what I'd pick. Yeah, I was just about to say I'd take either team by uh, 10 points or less. Yeah. Um, and I like you and Aitken for the first try. I think if you're looking at a first try bet, he's a good one. Yeah, mate, I, I quite agree. Yeah, I don't think we need to talk too much more about that. I mean, it'll be a great game to watch, but uh, not from a betting point of view, it's not really top of the table. Uh, what about the Knights and Sharp uh, in, in Newcastle on Sunday afternoon? Uh, well, Sharks are pretty skinny here, aren't they? Yeah, they've won five in a row, which says to me they'll make the eight. I, I have a basic theory that if you win five games in a row during the season, you make the eight. Um, yeah, I tend to, tend to agree. Uh, so, uh, and I like the Sharks. Uh, I'm, I back the Sharks a lot. I think they've played as well as they've been able to be with the injuries and other things that they've had. And the fact they haven't dropped a game says a lot to me. Uh, I think the Sharks will only improve. Uh, the Knights here at 270, I, I wouldn't go near. Um, I like the Sharks at $1.48. You could get them at 1 to 12, and I think that's about the 280 mark. That's not a bad bet. But I could also see them bro- you know, breaking the shackles. I, I, if I was to pick a bet on this match, I'd say the Sharks 1 to 12, um, and I'd be on Valentine Holmes to score the first try or a try. He's got a pretty good record against the Knights. Look, Sharks' points differential is minus seven, yeah. and they're fifth. They do not win games by very much. Um, so I quite like your 1-12 bet here. Yep. Yep. Um, I think that's what I'd put it on if I had to. Um, and I'd probably split that with just a straight win and the 1-12s uh, because I think there is a potential for Sharks to hit their straps. I think Gallon's back and had a bit of a run and Fafita's playing well. I, I could see them potentially putting some points on. Uh, and I think the Knights have had some injuries, extra injuries as well this week. So... The last match of the round is Tigers Bulldogs. Tigers are dollar sixty two, Bulldogs two thirty five. Yeah, look, the Tigers have been a bit hit and miss in the last um, few weeks. They've only won one out of their last five, I think, haven't they? After a big start to the season. Yeah, and I think um, it was the one week we decided not to be on them that they won. <laughs> but yeah, um, that, that's right. They beat the Cowboys. Uh, look, I think the Tigers, you know, are only uh, in the eight ahead of the Broncos on points differential. And they'll be conscious that a loss here potentially drops them out of the eight. And once they're out of the eight, I'm not sure they'll end up back in the eight. So I think they'll be um, pretty keen to, uh, to hold on here against the Dogs. Yeah, Dogs have got a pretty good record against the Tigers. Um, I actually don't mind the Dogs here just for the extra value at 235. Neither of these teams really inspire me. I don't mind the unders bet. Both teams in recent times have really struggled to put any sort of points on. If I had to pick a, a, a one here, on purely on value, I'd back the dogs here, um, but not with any real confidence. It's not a better a game I really want to bet on. No, I suppose the uh, yeah the dogs will be looking at this, thinking this is one that they can win and help them claw uh, their way back into their season. So look, I um, cheers a lot of hard games again this round, aren't there? Yeah, I actually think there's a there's a bit of value or some good bets in this week. I think there's some hard gains, but there's some some other matches that I like. So it's not a horrible week like we've had previously. No, fair enough. Well, I'll tell you what then. Let's uh, let's go through and you tell me where you see it for the bets. All right. So uh, the Broncos Eels. I think I probably won't bet on that match. If I was, I'd probably go both teams to score over twenty, or I bet on the Eels. Um, but I think yep. I'll give that a miss. I really like the Raiders and Eels in the overs markets. That's probably where I'd put some money. I like the Storm to win. 
or the Storm at the line at three and a half in the Cowboys Storm. I don't really like the Roosters Titans. There's nothing really there for me. I don't mind the Warriors and Rabbits in the overs market or the both teams to score 20. I like the Panthers Dragons Tribet, uh, either team under 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the Sharks to win against the Knights and maybe the Sharks at 1 to 12. Uh, yep, okay. And as I said, I don't think I'll touch the Tigers <laughs> Bulldogs. If I did, I'd probably go Bulldogs for the win. Um, and my other bets would probably just be some first try scorer bets or scoring and try bets. I still do like Pengai Jr. to score a try um, at around this, I think it's around the $6 mark. I like Pengai Jr. just to score a try, not the first try, just a try. I think that's um, the the way the Broncos are playing. They're really thrusting him up the middle. Yeah. Uh, that that sounded a bit naughty, but anyway, you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> he is playing on the edge too. So like we talk about Cooper, you know, Hess, Boyd Cordner, there's a chance he gets one of those balls and close yeah. to the line, I, I back him. So th- that's my thinking as well. Yeah, no, look, I, I like that a lot. Um, well, why don't we... Look, I, I tend to agree with you. I think um, Broncos, Eels... Um, <clears throat> My head says the Broncos, uh, but I can see the values with the Eels. Mm-hmm. Um, Raiders see Eels, as you say, a lot of points. Uh, Storm beat the Cowboys, I agree with. Um, yeah, and the Storm with a bit of extra value by a couple of points, minus two or minus three, I yep. like. Uh, I take the Roosters over the Titans, but a dollar thirty is way too skinny for. I just don't. Last year, I can see that uh, the Storm should have been a dollar twenty for every game they played. Yeah. This year, uh, I don't really think any team has played well enough to, uh, or won consistently enough to earn themselves uh, week in week out as the Roosters seem to do, sort of a, a dollar thirty price. So I'd leave that. Uh, Warriors and Rabbits, yep, lots of tries. Panthers uh, and Dragons under ten points either way. Uh, Sharks probably by 1 to 12 over the Knights. I think the Knights will make them work for it, but I think the Sharks will grind that out. Uh, Tigers and the Bulldogs, I'd leave alone. Yep. And I like your Pengai Junior for a try bet. Yeah, I, I think that if we summarise that, where we both agree is Pengai for a hit and hope. Uh, the Raiders, uh, Manly in the overs market. Storm to win or buy a bit of margin there. Dragons, Panthers, Tribet, and Sharks 1-12. to 12. I think they're probably the bets of the round. Mm. How are we going to put all them together? Well, I think we uh, move away from this multi-strategy we've been doing. I think if, if I was to say what the bet of the week is, have you got a view as to that? I'd probably lean towards that Panthers, Dragons, Tribet. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. Um, or the Sharks at 1-12. to 12. So, um, and the Storm, they're, they're the three. So maybe if we put the ma- ma- majority of the money on those three, um, let's say $20 on the Storm, $20 on the Dragons and Panthers, $20 Sharks, one to 12. And then maybe $15 on the Raiders and Seagulls on the overs market. And maybe a fiver on Pangai. For, for, for All right. Pangai. Love it. Let's do it. All right. I'm actually pretty confident. I think there, there's some solid bets in there. Yeah, we'll get to Vegas, yeah, hey? Yeah, well, if uh, you ever come back from your holiday, hey? <laughs> that's, that's right. 
when I'm finished up here. All very good, Matt. Well, I'll just let you know that tomorrow is Thursday. Thanks. And it's May tomorrow, isn't it? Thursday the something for May. That's right. Who cares? You don't need you don't you don't need to know the date. If you can work out that it's Thursday, I think that's a fair compromise. Well, mate, most important our viewers next week, viewers you have viewers for podcast listeners. <laughs> I'll be down in Melbourne and we'll be recording uh, Bet NRL live from uh, your house. That's right. Uh, and uh, there won't be any little robot digital signals. You'll be in a city with, uh, you know, a real internet and a place that acknowledges that it's now 2018. Looking forward to it. All right. See you there, mate. I'll, I'll, bring, I'll bring my winter woolies. Uh, you'll need them. You know, I'm not giving you a cuddle. Yeah, nice. <laughs> All right, mate. See Stay you later. Easy, hey? Bye.